Well, thank you for joining me once again for this edition of Focus on Fertility. I am your host, Dale Bader. And this month, the month of September, we've been celebrating across the country, for those of you dealing with infertility, PCOS Awareness Month. And today we're going to be specifically talking on this topic. Even though you may not necessarily be having fertility issues regarding PCOS, uh, PCOS can have other impacts on your health. And we're going to talk about how to improve your health and stay as healthy as possible while still dealing with PCOS itself. And if you would like more information on PCOS as it relates to your infertility, we have had a previous conversation with Dr. Mira Aubuchon from MCRM Fertility, who has spoken to us on that very topic. And you can find that by visiting our website at focusonfertility.net. But for today, we are blessed to be joined by Stephanie Wolf of R3. She is a movement specialist. And Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Dale. Thanks for having me. So Stephanie, talk a little bit about uh, your background and your specific interest in PCOS, and then we'll go further from there. Well, Dale, I'm a personal trainer, um, which is a, so movement specialist is actually a fancy name for my specialty within personal training. Um, I've been a trainer for about 10 years and fell into an interest in PCOS due to my own personal history. Um, About 15, 16 years ago, I was actually diagnosed with both PCOS and endometriosis. Um, And at that time, it was relatively new in the sense that... um, there's not as much information, there was not as much information then to the general public as there is now. Um, the internet was not what it is now. There was not a whole lot of social media. So as somebody who was dealing with those issues at that time, it was really scary. And um, my physicians basically told me, go on this diet and good luck. And so my goal has been as a, as a health and fitness professional to actually help women to gain some understanding, to gain some control of their own diagnosis, so that way they don't feel nearly as lost as I did. Now, for those of you who may be joining and scratching your head a little bit and saying, well, maybe I've heard that term PCOS, what exactly is PCOS? PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, as it relates to infertility, it is often seen in, in related to anovulation. So when you don't release an egg, obviously it's harder for you to become pregnant. Um, so, But with PCOS, something that it also leads to is insulin resistance. So what that does is that by changing your diet and changing exercise, um, sometimes you see some relief from your PCOS that then allows you to ovulate and become pregnant. So is that the same type of insulin resistance that like diabetics have to deal with? Absolutely. So insulin resistance is actually um, a form of pre-diabetes. And so um, we're not only dealing with infertility issues, but we're also dealing with your general health. So sometimes when you have insulin resistance, you see, um, you see increased weight or um, difficulty losing weight. Um, you see some of the other issues that often happens as, uh, as diabetes occurs. And so having that insulin resistance is actually a precursor to potential health problems down the road. So we're not just looking at fertility issues, we're also looking at your overall health um, later in life or even as you become pregnant. And obviously some individuals, they are going to be dealing possibly with the infertility side of things, but some people may not even be interested right now. And so trying to take care of their health. So what can they do outside of 
trying to manage their infertility while dealing with PCOS, can patients do to help better manage their health? As far as the insulin resistance is concerned, it's adopting a healthy um, diet, adopting a healthy a healthy exercise routine, um, and regulating both sleep and stress habits are going to have a, a big influence um, for you know lifetime for controlling their their situation. Um, so, if we're talking um, for diet, not necessarily going on a diet, but say adopting some lower carb strategies is is a good plan to take. Um, so increasing fresh fruits and vegetables, increasing lean meats, decreasing processed foods, decreasing sugars, um, things that are just healthy steps to take in, in general will also to help to decrease the symptoms that they may see from their insulin resistance. You mentioned some uh, fruits, then vegetables. I know on some of the low-carb diets, they try to steer you away from the fruits because of the sugars, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Do you feel that they need to go as strict as maybe like the keto type diet or do they just need to try to reduce the overall carbs as a whole? I would say whatever works best for you is going to be the best path to take. So maybe even play and see what works best for you. So keto may be a bit extreme and it's a little harder for a lot of people to maintain. Um, Just starting with, um, say, having more fruits or more vegetables than fruits would be a, a good path to take. Aim for five to six servings a day. Um, when we're talking fruits and veggies, a serving is the size of your fist. And so that's a good eyeball anytime that you're just out and about. Um, like I said, going some, doing something as strict as keto for most people is going to be a little overwhelming. So start with what's basic and works best for you and your lifestyle. Is there any specific recommendations on the, the protein aspect uh, with regards to their diet? I usually tell people to have a good serving of protein at least three times a day, so we're talking with each meal. Um, and then if you can also work it into snacks, smaller portion sizes in with snacks, that's good as well. Um, again, any th- protein is going to be um, a little bit of a, a satiety factor, and so having protein and having good fats is going to help keep you full. Having fruits and vegetables are going to add uh, the nutrients and the minerals that your body needs to function well. So having a good balance between all of those, uh, all all of those uh, parts of the diet is a good thing. Are there specific recommendations for good fats? Uh, some foods that you would recommend to help with that? Good fats. Look at look at fish. Look at avocado, um, olive oil. Anything, any of those those good oils too, coconut oil, um, nuts are good fats. Something that is um, going to be higher in your omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids are going to be better. What type of exercise uh, should individuals who are suffering with PCOS utilize to help continue their a more healthy environment for themselves? I think a lot of people, when they think exercise, and especially when it comes to weight loss, they think I need to do lots and lots of cardio. And so they'll go and spend hours on treadmills or ellipticals and um, not necessarily get the results that they want. And while cardio does have its benefits, um, strength training is actually going to be very beneficial as well. It will um, build up the lean muscle. It will give you the support that you need for your skeletal system, not only now, but then also, I mean, if we're talking potentially becoming pregnant, your body will need that as well. Um, So adding a strength training regime 
hope ideally two to three times a week for 20 to 30 minutes it does not have to be high intensity but think think about actually lifting a little bit of weight lifting it safely um, will be good for your body in many different ways are they are you, when you say lift uh, lifting weights like the dumbbells or just the individual handhelds or is there something else that individuals maybe they don't have easy access to get to the gym sometimes that's a difficulty are there some things they could try initially at home until they to get started until they can maybe get the opportunity to get in with a trainer or get into a more uh, gym type setting? Absolutely. So by lifting weights, I don't necessarily mean, you know, dumbbells, kettlebells. If you happen to have those on hand or you happen to have access to them, spectacular. Um, the, the best weight is your body. So you can perform body weight exercises using furniture at home to accomplish, accomplish the same results as you do at a gym. You can sit down in a chair and stand back up. Um, use what you have around the house. A gallon of milk, of milk weighs about eight pounds, and it makes for a great, a great body weight because um, you, don't, you don't need a whole lot to achieve good results. So you also mentioned in some of the notes that you had provided talking about PCOS and its impacts on stress and sleep. What tips can you give regarding both of those topics? Anytime that you're not getting enough sleep or you have a lot of stress in your life, which if we're talking PCOS is affecting your fertility, obviously you're going to have some extra stress going on. So um, anything that you can do to reduce those is also going to reduce your insulin resistance and reduce the amount of of, of free-floating insulin that you have going on in your body. Um, to reduce those, one making getting a good on a good sleep schedule is a good way to just improve your sleep quality. So have a set bedtime, um, have a bedtime routine. You know, every night I'm going to turn off the TV or turn off electronics an hour or two prior to bed is actually a good habit to get into because it it just gets you into a good sleep habit. Um, Taking, taking a warm bath, taking a shower, climb into bed, set an alarm for the exact same time every day, even on weekends. That's, that's the tough part. On, on Friday, Saturday night, it's easy to go to bed a lot later, get, get up a lot later the following day. Um, try to be as consistent as possible. So seven days a week, you have the same sleep schedule. Uh, and your body will, will gradually learn, this is what I, I'm doing, so it can inc- improve your sleep, squal- your sleep quality. Um, as far as stress is concerned, you need to do whatever is best for you. So, so for some people, going for walks and exercise is a good stress relief. Um, having a social support group, um, just a group of friends is a good stress relief. Or you know, reading, whatever works for you. Meditation to, to help decrease those stress levels and that therefore just bring you into a healthier state of mind. Do you have any final tips and suggestions that you'd like to uh, include? The best thing that I would recommend would be to find a, a support system of some sort, whether it's a friend, whether it is your um, your partner or your spouse, somebody who is there that can actually be there to um, to speak with, to to um, bounce frustrations off of, or just to, to hold hands with you as you're going through your journey. Um, if you're trying to make dietary changes, if you're trying to make exercise changes, it's always nice to have a partner. And um, there are lots of groups out there as well where you can find uh, women who are struggling with PCOS, struggling with some of the insulin resistance, and um, you can work with them to go through the struggle together. And for those individuals that are listening, if you'd like to uh, reach out to Stephanie, is there a way that they can reach out to you for more information or to uh, ask for your assistance? 
Absolutely. So you can email me at any time. My uh, email address is smwolf, as in Frank, 2000 at yahoo.com. You may ask questions anytime you need to, or you may also look on the website. Um, our group uh, email is, I'm sorry, our group website is trainr3.com. While that won't have much information about insulin resistance, it will have information about our services and a way to reach us. Wonderful. And I'll make sure to also have uh, that information and contact links available inside the show notes so you can access that easily by visiting us on our website at focusonfertility.net. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully this information will help those who are battling through the difficulties of PCOS. Thanks, Dale. If you've been trying to start your own family and haven't had success, you're not alone. Millions of people just like you are experiencing the same very personal and painful frustration. Infertility affects men and women equally. The Missouri Center for Reproductive Medicine, MCRM Fertility, can help. MCRM accepts most insurance and you don't need a referral. They offer the most advanced science and technology, including exclusive techniques and the embryo scope. Check them out at mcrmfertility.com. And thank you one more time goes out to Stephanie Wolf for joining us from R3 to help uh, educate a little bit more on how to be healthy eating, healthy exercise to reduce that insulin resistance that can be associated with PCOS as we are going through PCOS Awareness Month. Again, if you'd like to reach out to Stephanie, you may do so. The contact information is inside our show notes on the website at Focus on Fertility. As always, we appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule to tune in for the very latest information to help you along your fertility journey. If you'd like to catch up with any of our previous episodes, such as the episode we've previously done on PCOS and infertility with Dr. Mira Abishan, please tune in to our website at focusonfertility.net, or you can also find the previous podcasts in your favorite podcasting source, such as iTunes, Google Play, Podcast One, the TuneIn Radio Network, and iHeartRadio. And you can also follow us from those sites and receive our podcast each and every week. Until we join up again next week, wishing you the very best on your fertility journey.